Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Success Coaching Radio. I am so glad you jumped in to join us today. You know, it's always my pleasure when we get together on Friday to discuss ideas about building success and, and moving into our purpose or our lifestyle business. And, and so that's what we're going to be doing a little bit of today. You know, I sort of teased you with a, a brainstorming exercise and maybe Friday afternoons our brains are a little bit worn out, but I'm sure you can make it through this. So, so come on in, settle down, get your coffee, get your, you know, your, your, your bottled water, whatever it is you need in your notepad. And we're going to start to build the be the basis of our business. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about moving from that passion to that profit zone. Well, as somebody who has started multiple businesses, it's not as simple as it sounds. Sometimes that passion or uncovering that passion and discovering that passion and figuring out if that passion is really something that you can do and live with and make a business all grow is one of the hardest pieces. And and so what I want to do with this little bit of an exercise and this half hour that we're going to spend together is sort of help you get started. One of the tools I would encourage you to do is get yourself a notebook, call it my dream book or my my lifestyle book or my lifestyle business book, and just start to use that as a place to come back to and reflect and draw out and, and stretch these ideas into the next level. I personally, you know, confession time, I am a journal keeper. I love journals. I will buy journals when I don't need to buy journals just because it's a really good looking journal. And then I'll have to figure out a use for it. Otherwise, I'm just being wasteful. So get a journal. If this is the beginning of your entrepreneurship journey or your solar mom, solopreneur, mompreneur, whatever preneurness it is for you, or if you're just wanting to take something you really are passionate about and see how big you can grow it, how big you can explode it, then have a place to record that. Have a place to keep it safe and to let it grow. Now, when we plant a garden, we, 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 we till the earth and we clear away the dirt and the weeds and the rubble and the rocks and all of the stuff. And then often we'll put a little fence or a little, you know, markers around it. So everybody knows that in here is something new and tender growing. And that's why I wouldn't you to do the same with your journals is create a sacred space where you can use your ideas and your brainstorming and these radio shows and other things to begin to grow out into what you can become and what your business can look like. All right. So welcome, everybody. If this is your first time with Success Coaching Radio, one more time, my name is Eric Reed, and I am your host. And we do a live show every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern on Facebook, where we share sort of a shortened version of this. And right now we're in the middle of the 11-day journey. And if you didn't start with us at the beginning, don't worry. You can start where you're at and whenever you'd like. Just go to the Success Coaching You, and that's you as in the letter, .com website, and you'll find it 11-day journey of awareness. But that's all housekeeping stuff. I want to instead dive into this brainstorming exercise. So if you're ready, let's get started. Now, one of the most common excuses I hear from from clients when I meet for the first time or we're consulting is, I want to do something, but I have no ideas. You know, it's that gnawing feeling of, 
I know there's something I should be doing differently or could be doing differently or like to try and do differently, but I have no ideas. Well, I promise you, you have way more ideas than you think. I I truthfully believe that if you took a focused attention to it in the next five, 10 days, you could turn those ideas into a product and packaging and begin to make some money off of it. So the problem isn't that you don't have an idea. It's that it's so filled with so many doubts and confusions and chaos and questions. You've already moved into the how and what without really knowing what it is. You're trying to figure out how you're going to grow this business, how many people will buy it, how you're going to market it, how you're going to get it to them, how you're going to push all of this out into the marketplace and turn it into something big. And you're not really clear on the what part it is. And that's where this brainstorming exercise is going to maybe help you. So I want you to do this. And and a good place to start might be, you know, if you buy a lot of things on Amazon, go look at your Amazon recent order list. Look at your credit card. Look at your bookshelf. You know, we've all got that closet in our house where we put things that we buy that we trying to hide from our spouses or that we started and didn't finish. Go through your house and physically look at things and begin to look for patterns. Look for the things that jump out at you like, why? I'm always buying painting supplies, but I don't paint. I've got all this knitting books or knitting supplies and I haven't been knitting in a long time. I seem to always pick up books about and yet I haven't done as much as I thought I could with. When I look at my Netflix or my DVD or DVR recordings, they always seem to be on subject matters like this. Because what happens is when we're beginning to discover our passion and we're beginning to seek out what we want to do next in our life, we gather the resources. You know, it's the nesting syndrome. We start to surround ourselves with the things that make us feel safe and comfortable and whole. And yet we can also get caught up in the clutter and the busyness of everyday life that we just don't see it anymore. You know, we walk into to a, a, a room and we see a bookshelf filled with books about photography. And yet we ask, where are the photos on the wall that inspire me that I took? Or like I said, you may have baskets and baskets of, of sewing goods or yardage that you bought one day because that would make a really great dress or, oh, I'd love to make a baby blanket or whatever it might be, and yet it's still in the bag, tucked in the back of the closet. We have a million ideas surrounding us of what we want to be doing. What we've lacked is the time and commitment to begin to do it. And so when you say you don't have an idea, of what you should be doing or how you could be doing something different. I'm going to challenge you that you already have an idea. You've already started to buy into the resources you need to explore that idea higher. You just for some reason have decided to set them aside to wait. Now, one of the things you can do is you can also get out magazines and start tearing through them and and the images that speak to you, the images that just really pop or resonate or cause you to pause, pull them out of the book, cut them out of the book, put them in a stack. Because what I want you to do next is just lay them all out. If you want to make a poster board or a collage out of it, 
then do so because what we start to see when we go through this exercise of creating a collage, we see patterns. And in those patterns, we begin to see our passion. We begin to see the things that speak to us. You know, if, if, if I was working with a client and I gave them this assignment and 10 minutes later or 20 minutes later, they came back with pictures that all had water or beaches or boats or sunsets or swimwear or Coronas and margaritas, I would begin to think that maybe they're being called to a life on a beach in a warm climate in a vacation kind of setting. And I would ask, okay, so why are you living in the heart of Iowa? What are you going to do to begin to make this part of your life expressed in the physical form? When I ask what are the last three or four things that you bought on Amazon that weren't necessities, eh, that'll give me an indicator, a book, you know, a hobby toy like uh, a drone or things like that. What are the hobbies that you're dabbling in because you haven't given yourself permission to fully dig into? So now that you might have some ideas rumbling around in your head, and oh, I'm sorry, I forgot one. One of my favorite ones is what apps are you buying or clicking into or connecting to? If you have a lot of fitness apps or food apps or wine apps or cigar apps or apps, sometimes tell us what we're, we're connected to. So start seeing patterns in your life. What is, what is cluttering around me? What have I been collecting f- over time? Because that will give me an indication of what I want to be doing in the future. Also look at the things that you haven't let go of. You know, many times we move from house to house to house or office to office to office, and there's always one or two things that stay with us. Now, they may not directly reflect the business you want to build, but what they probably do is take you back to a time or a place when you were happiest, where you felt most connected, most complete. And so I would say, why was that feeling there? Why are you holding on to this clock, to this, this, this rock, this poster, this photo, this image, this keychain, this lanyard from an event you went to? What was the significance of that event that you've now attached such high energy to it that you're not ready to let go? Because it is what we attach and collect that identifies who we really want to be. Now, we all live these lives of being on the surface and on the outside. And, you know, I got to go to work and I got to be a good corporate executive and I got to show up with my suit and tie. But I've never let go of that Tommy Bahami t-shirt or my flip-flops because that's really who I am on the inside. Now, the question you're going to say is, great, Eric, that's wonderful. I'm so happy. I've now discovered that I collect a lot of books about photography or architect or knitting or sewing or canning or cooking or coaching or leadership or whatever it is. Now I've collected all of these things and I've got an awareness that that's what I really like to do and that's what I really like to be a part of. But you told me you were going to teach me how to take my passion and make it a product and then take it into a package and then show me how to make it a profit. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. We can't go all the way to the finish line. And if any of you have watched Shark Tank, you know, the people that show up that haven't done the due diligence and haven't done the research and haven't really dug into how that personal passion can be used in the marketplace are the ones that get kicked off the carpet quickly. 
But for those that say, you know, this is something I love and I saw a need in the marketplace or I saw a need, a gap in the, in the service industry or I saw that this product could solve a problem, then they're the ones that get to stay and get the big offers. So let's assume that you've gone through and you've done a ton of research and you've dug out your most frequent apps or the books on your bookshelf or the hobbies that you've started or the things you bought on Amazon and you begin to see a pattern. And I'm just going to pick one photography, for example. Let's say you've started to notice that you're always drawn to things of photography, but that's not what you do in your everyday real world right now. But that's something that you could see doing every day of your life. If you could get up every morning without a commitment to bills and mortgages and college educations and braces and all those things that tends to pull us down, but simply step in every day to doing what you want to do, would it be photography? Now, it's a question that you're going to probably jump to quickly. Yes, I'd love to do photography. Well, what is it about it that you like? And I would ask you to write four or five examples. Is it the, the actual discovering of something unseen or capturing an image or telling a story or manipulating the photo, you know, using all kinds of software and techniques and tools? What is it about the process, about the experience that calls to you? And as you begin to pull that out, and this is a lot of what we do during consulting sessions or during coaching sessions, we begin to understand what it is in that event that makes us sing, that makes us dance, that makes us happy. Because once we've got that, then it's like, okay, now that I know what I love to do about it or love doing it, now I can begin to say, this is where I want to devote my energy. Now I may only have an hour a week to give to it. But this is where I want to give it because this brings me the highest return. Now, how can this passion that I have serve others? And let's say, oddly enough, it's not necessarily taking of the photo or capturing the image or telling the story that has your energy sparked, but it's actually being able to pull it into a software and change the lighting and create different kinds of backgrounds and manipulate the image that looked very simple and, and ordinary on the surface into something very artistic and very full. Wow, there's a business opportunity teaching people how to take the ordinary and make it art. There's an opportunity for me to create an online course of do you have a bunch of ordinary photos that you would like to turn into extraordinary you begin to hear how that changes and how we begin to see that those collections of books and, and those collections of apps and those things that we've gathered around us, we're waiting for us to dig into that resource and use those tools to explode our passion into the marketplace. Now, there is a long history and a long storyline that has to go from that moment of discovering the passion how do we begin to package that product, that, that dream, that purpose? And then as we begin to develop that product and develop that packaging, how do we get it out into the marketplace? Now, there are a million and one classes, and trust me, I think I've taken half of them. 
on social media and building a business through social marketing and, you know, LinkedIn, Facebook, blah, 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 all the different ways that you can create a following and a tribe and a culture. And what is your brand message? And what is your vision? What is your goal? What is your purpose? What is your passion? All of that kind of stuff. I've collected it forever. Why? Oddly enough, because as I began to look at those patterns in my own life, I realized what I love to do is help entrepreneurs explode their businesses. I love helping businesses think creative solutions to grow their business. I love business. We've talked about this. I love getting in the nitty gritty of it all. And so we're going to continue to explode that and explore that together on what to do next. But what I would challenge you just through this show, this afternoon together, is look for those patterns in your life. Look for those resources that you've collected. Look for those things that time and time again have spoken to you that you really might have put off to the side because they are the beginning. And then as you say, I love knitting, I love sewing, I love fitness, I love writing, I love photography, what I really would want to do every day of my life if I could wake up and not have to worry about the mundane things of bills and security, I would do this. Now, the next piece becomes, what is it about this I love? Now, you may end up deciding that I love golf. I've got everything in the world about golf. I've got every book. I've got every magazine. I've got every club. I've got every, uh, I've got every golf channel on TV. So what is it you love about it? You know, some people would say, I love playing the sport. I love getting better at the sport. I love coaching the sport. I love the history of the sport. I love the players of the sport. I love the, the culture and the, the community of the golf. Okay, why is it you love that? What does it call to you? How does it call to you? Is it exclusive to golf or can that be transferred to other areas? You know, Somebody that says, oh, I love to write. Okay, so you love to write. Well, writing is great, but what what about the writing process do you like? How does the writing process work for you? Is it the creativity or is it the completion? Is it sharing a new idea or developing a product that excites you? You've got to be able to look at the the the, the nuances of what it is you say you love. You know, it's not enough to just say, I love cooking. Because you could stand in front of a grill all day long and fry eggs then, because that's cooking. But if you say, I love researching recipes and testing new ingredients and, 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 and baking off script, so to speak, and seeing what happens. Okay, wow. I love serving others. I love setting a fantastic dinner table. I love the wow when people see something or taste something they've never done before. I love the nutritional benefits that health and give, uh, cooking gives me. I love transforming people's lives through food. I love healing people's uh, allergies through better food. There's a million levels to this. But if you're simply willing to say, oh, I love cooking, and then you come to me and say, well, I, I, I just don't know how to start my business. I can't figure out where to start. I mean, I, I, I know I want to do something different in my life. I know, I know, I know I want to be my own business owner. I know I can be a business owner. I have such a passion, but I don't know where to begin. It's because you haven't done the deeper work. You haven't asked yourself, what is it I love about this? 
And ask that question over and over and over again. If you have to write that statement down a hundred times and answer it a hundred ways until it seems like one answer keeps resonating, then do that because in that, you're going to find the why. You're going to find the purpose that you need to begin to build into that business. You're going to find the focus point. And you know, it's interesting. I had a conversation with somebody the other day and we were going through this process of, I'm trying to figure out what it is I am, who my voice is. I work with a lot of coaches. And so we are going through this process of trying to figure out their voice, as we call it, you know, sometimes, or figure out their message. And they kept coming, as they were speaking, one word just kept coming to me and coming to me and coming to me. And it may be intuitive or it may just seem so obvious to me, but they kept saying, I don't know what it is. I don't know what my message is. I don't know. And I asked the same question over and over and over again. And then all of a sudden they landed on the word that I had written down on my paper maybe 10 minutes earlier. And they landed on it and then they paused. And you could hear them take a deep breath. And they're like, wow. I'm like, what? That word I just said. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Freedom. Mm -hmm. I heard it. Wow. That's it. They had to talk it out loud. They had to be willing to stay engaged in the digging deep to find that. Because as soon as they hit that word, as soon as they saw that word, they could see everything else start to expand out from it. Like, oh my gosh, I can see it now. That's because, and this, and that, and that's what, and their energy level completely transformed from frustration to excitement because. All of the things that they have been thinking and writing and collecting and preparing all fit together. It was like the magic puzzle piece that made the whole puzzle make sense. Now, they weren't finished with the building of the business or the creation of the product and the packaging. They probably are ways away from the profit. But now they have a central voice, a central theme, a central energy to their business that will guide them through those dark and dreary days that we all have as business owners. It will give them the energy and the focus to keep on going. And when we start to clutter ourselves with, well, maybe I should be doing this instead, or, well, this isn't... No, if we can get back to that one word, that one passion, that one idea that we really resonated with, we sort of put blinders on ourselves that keep us focused on building our best business that keep us moving forward into success. So I want to just challenge you. First, look for the patterns in your life. Look for those tokens that you've collected, that you've been holding on to for an opportunity to someday use to begin to live a life of significance, of success. You know, lifestyle businesses are about businesses that can complement your lifestyle. And so that's where we're beginning. And then once you sort of narrow in on it and you sort of eliminate some of that, ah, yeah, but this is really it kind of things, then ask yourself, what is it I love about this? Would I do blank if I never got paid? Could I see myself doing this, that, or whatever every single day of my life? If I woke up and was given a day extra to do whatever I wanted, I would spend it doing this. Look at those questions 
and then come back next week because we're going to start to build on top of that and build on top of that as we move through this entrepreneur journey together. All right. And if you need me in between, you know, you guys can always reach out and find me through social media. I love coaching and consulting with entrepreneurs and, and dream builders. And we're always on Facebook Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern time where we share ideas like this or jump over to the webpage Success Coaching You and take one of the classes just to keep you engaged. What I'm going to tell you is it will be a challenge to stay engaged because other people and other things will try and occupy your time. And you may be tempted to put those books back on the shelf or close the box one more time on that you know, those knitting or sewing supplies. But I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to beg you. I'm going to plead with you. Get them out. Get writing. Get it in your journal. Stay engaged. Stay connected to me and other like-minded people so that you too can begin to live your life of success. Well, I thank you for sharing your Friday afternoon with me. And again, my name is Eric Reed and I'm your success coach. And if you need me for anything, please reach out and find me through social media or whatever channel you'd like. And in the meantime, as we go through this, do me a favor, share this out, encourage others, leave comments in iTunes. Why? Because that helps raise this up. And when we connect with other like-minded people, we grow. Not only success coaching, but you as the individual. So let's build a community of dream maker happeners. Oops, I don't know if that's a real world. I'll, I'll have to check. But let's just assume that we are the people that are making dreams happen and we hang out with like-minded people, all right? And until we get together next week, please go out and live today with success.